0: Welcome to Backseat Critique, the 20-minute show where we react to the movie we just saw.
1: Why 20 minutes? Because that's how long it takes us to drive home.
0: I'm David Ells, video production guy for InTheCarMedia.com.
1: And I'm Jill Rigotti, theater lady with SoapAndRopeTheater.com.
0: We saw a movie on our first date and liked talking about it together so much that we got married.
1: Was it worth it?
0: You decide. Okay, we just saw... Blade Runner 2049.
1: Yeah, on the count of three, we'll give a one out of ten at the same time, all right?
0: One, two, three, eight. Seven. Cool. We're on the same page.
1: Hmm. Slightly off.
0: (laughs) I'd say slightly off but we were like two apart.
1: So, I was not aware that it was over three hours long going into it.
0: I think it's a little under 3. Oh, okay. With the previews and stuff like that.
1: And I don't know if that would have helped me a little bit. Um, cuz I feel like it lost focus a little bit and too much was included in the story. Um, and I by the end I was kind of stretching my brain to think what what is the storyline i'm following Uh um there there seem to be so so many layers um but i don't know maybe maybe after we talk a little bit i can yeah sort that out
0: i first just want to talk about the visuals okay um wonderful i really enjoyed the textures in the movie they seemed very intentional the most interesting texture shot that i saw was pretty early on it's a shot from behind Ryan Gosling his kind of wet kind of gelled hair then beneath that you see his fur collar of his coat and then beneath that is his leather coat and it's just those three textures that went together in a way that I was like that is such a carefully manicured shot yeah. <laughs> um, and I just Would have been happy to watch that shot for another five minutes. Yeah. I just thought it was so rich in detail. And it's just like the, visually the whole movie kind of felt that same way. Which,
1: thank goodness, because it upholds the legacy of the first one. Yeah. Of of being exactly that. And I feel similarly, the thing that I walked away with that was most effective for me was the sound.
0: Yeah. yeah. And
1: if anybody were to say, ah, is it worth me seeing this movie in the theaters? I would say yes, because the sound is... Incredible, Yeah. And it's so, um, oh, it just puts you in a, a state and a mood right away. It affects you a lot. And I think, and you can really feel it in the theater, the type of sound yeah. it is and the type of music that it is. You, you are v- physically feeling it, which I think is
0: yeah,
1: really cool. And you wouldn't get that in your living room.
0: We just went to a pretty standard showing at AMC. Uh, so not, not IMAX, not, not, uh. We Nothing will crazy. avoid
1: 3D at all costs. Yeah.
0: But, um, yeah, yeah. I, I caught in the credits at the end that Hans Zimmer was one of the one of the composers, two composers. Me. Hans Zimmer, he did the Inception soundtrack, which makes sense because there's lots of. Brah! Yeah, blah. <laughs> all right.
1: Um, but I thought it was way
0: better blah yeah. in this movie than in Inception. <laughs> Definitely. Inception, got very repetitive. You're much more
1: effective um, in this one. <laughs> this one, I
0: thought that was really early, a really interesting. Um, musical cue in this movie was that um, in a scene it almost sounded like uh, motorcycles revving uh-huh. but it was musical at the same time uh-huh, uh-huh. and at first I thought oh there's are there actual motorcycles revving in the background but it didn't really matter just kind of part of the soundscape right. And, right. And of course it was leading to the atmosphere
1: and the sound definitely had some tips of the hat to the composer who was in who did the music for yeah, the, the original
0: evangelist I, I don't know if it's a one person or group but uh-huh. yeah
1: but synthesized but not overdone no not overdone at all that didn't feel like oh it's the same <laughs> yeah. they definitely made it its own thing which i was thought that was important it wasn't just trying yeah. to recreate it every little bit as closely as they could right. to the first for
0: example the first movie or first movie blade runner from 1982 uh every scene is at night or interior yeah and every time they're outside it's raining. Right. Um and they they didn't completely stick to that, which I appreciated. There was daylight scenes. Yeah. There were not raining but still damp scenes. Um, so and, you know and snow ooh, of course. Ooh, as ooh. Well.
1: and here's something I really liked is um so I had just I just watched um the 1982 one yesterday just to brush up my memory and what i really liked is so the that one the major i would say you know 99% of that movie is claustrophobic overpopulated city yeah. where you feel like you can't quite breathe yeah. and it's damp and it's dirty and all that and at the very very end they're in an open space they're flying over oh sure you know and they're free and then this one i feel like it has the claustrophobic feel that's really effective, but it has w- it had way more moments of feeling really open.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, what does that mean, David? <laughs> oh, David of themes? Hm. More freedom that freedom is closer than it was.
0: But but similarly, you know, I think that was a um that you you're right to mention theme. The girl who turns out to We're just of course spoilers. You know, crazy with this whole review so please if you haven't seen this movie if you continue to this point stop and, and watch Go the movie first it. but um the dream smith mm-hmm. um she talks about feeling free in this big room that's kind of like a virtual reality room mm. that she can program but she's like I'm free as long as I stay within this room interesting so I like the idea like you said it's wide open yet um these people are still trapped in, you know, these bodies that they don't know if they have meaning, um, which still continue a theme. So, uh, Joe's um, computer program, her her inspired computer program, I would say. Um, the movie Her, I mean.
1: Oh, yes. Um, oh my gosh, so many yeah. moments Herisms. that were like Her.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> that, you know, kind of at the beginning we're like she's right she's she's kind of like just his like little um, Jiminy Cricket helper (laughs) you know helping him or helping the audience. Sexy Jiminy Cricket. Yeah very sexy Jiminy Cricket. (laughs) Um, But then you're slowly kind of fed breadcrumbs that you know she just may be telling him this because that's what he wants to hear. Right. And then we find out that other replicants also wanted to feel like they were special. Right. Um, So then This is something I think they could have done a little bit better, but I still appreciate the theme of, okay, so you're not special. Um, There's a moment of crisis where you're you're existentially lost and drifting and trying to figure out who am I then. Um, Right. And so he decides I'm the person that is good at finding people, um, so I'm going to do that, uh, even if it means that I have to give up on this idea of who I am, um, and maybe even killed this person who I thought was my dad until an hour ago, um, so, um, yeah, I think that could have been done better, the, the choice of him, kind of like, or, or the moment of him kind of having that.
1: I guess that's uh, kind of starting where, where I start to feel like it, it got just, it, they, they took on too many themes. Yeah. So I started to lose track of them. So yeah, there's a theme of like identity and I swear it changes like so many times. He has like five identity (laughs) crises in the course of the movie. And, uh, and you know, it kind of got a little bit like, Oh no, it's not that. Oh, it's this though. And, uh, and, and I don't know. Um, so yeah, I, I think there's a little bit of, it just got a little lost on me there. I wish it was a little more focused. Um... Jumping to another thing. Yeah. I did not... You're going to need to help me. There are definitely things I missed in this movie. I will definitely need to see it again. Um... Partially because the guy next to me decided it would be great to check his texts constantly <laughs> through the movie until I asked him nicely to stop doing that. Which stresses you were, me out.
0: You were very nice about it.
1: Thank you. Woo! Um... But, but he did stop. Hooray. Um... So, things that I didn't quite follow were the um, blind Jared Leto guy. I I just...
0: Like what his deal was?
1: Yeah. Like, I I still am not exactly sure who he is, what his goal is, what his purpose is. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, he's kind of like the new Tyrell uh, Corporation for this movie. Yeah. Um, So, he's the you know I mean, I'm sure you picked up on that part right um, but yeah some of his monologues I was, was already out as well oh, uh, they
1: went well well something about me when people get way too philosophical <laughs> I start to lose lose it yeah. <laughs> and he definitely does that yeah. quite a bit and it's like blah
0: yeah let me think if I can it's pretty early on that he kind of gives his manifesto he's so. not a
1: replicant is he
0: um I don't think so
1: but like the fact that that's even unclear yeah uh, he's blind, why?
0: I think that's just kind of one of your You know, you point out Usually a villain Has, has some sort of uh, uh, like physical
1: um, Disability disabil- yeah. yeah, I hate to say disability a weird, <laughs> so this well, It's a horrible negative evil it's thing
0: a, but, It's an archetypical uh,
1: misfor- You know, it's like Flannery O'Connor She often has characters that yeah. are like deformed yeah. Inside and outside yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah
0: Which is an unfortunate thing While we're trying to in our society grant accessibility to people right, right. while we're still holding on to these uh, kind yeah. of somewhat dated ways of showing flaw yeah. or fallenness
1: right
0: um, anyway but uh, yeah I'm trying to remember his uh,
1: so is he he's still trying to make new ones and he still is striving for some sort of perfection well, he, was, he
0: was obsessed with the idea of um, reproducing a, repl- a replicant that can reproduce. Yeah. Um, and I think he wanted to find them and he could study them. Yeah, he was doing what um, Harrison Ford was terrified of, which is that. I see. He would find it, study it, and figure out how to make replicants that can reproduce.
1: And when he cuts the the womb open of the replicant who's like just born, yeah, and she cries, is that because she wishes she? His replicant assistant Is it because she Wishes she could be a mother? I mean I kind of felt like That's kind of why she Because yeah. in that moment I was like She's very human We're going right. to really like her And that changes yeah. quickly um, So that moment was a little It um, was complex yeah. So that, that's kind of how I interpreted yeah, it Maybe see, I'm I wrong
0: could, I
1: could see that That that's You know she's kind of Fighting for that Just like in the first The uh, 88 Movie or sorry, eighty-two movie. Um, you don't hate the even the. Oh gosh, what's his name with the blonde hair?
0: I just remember the, actor Sh- the Howell. He, yeah yeah
1: yeah him. You don't you don't hate him. You understand yeah. him and you yeah. there's a there's a part of you that's sympathetic and yeah. then you know and that's what Harrison Ford's character kind of sees at the end. So I think yeah. similarly with her, I wonder if they were trying to develop a like. That's something she hopes for, you yeah. know, that, that she's serving this guy in hopes that she, she can reproduce almost yeah. like a maternal instinct in a replicant. Right. Which I, if that is the case, I wish they had cranked it up a little more cause that yeah. would have been a wonderful, I, yeah, I think that would have made me really happy to catch right away.
0: Yeah. You mentioned Harrison Ford and, uh, I was very impressed with them. Yeah. Uh, I tend yeah. to, I think a lot of people, I'm not alone see him when they, when they see him in movies these days. They're like, how much did he hate being on this set? Like, how many, like, <laughs> how many, like, uh, curmudgeon things did he say to this director? <laughs> okay. Um, but, and at first I thought, okay, well, Harrison Ford is taking his time showing up in this movie. It was like t- at least two hours before we even saw him. Um,
1: <laughs> I know! And
0: so I was like, okay, so, so he's like, <laughs> I'll do know. it if I have one scene and I'm just talking uh. and maybe, maybe jogging. And So that's what I thought, you know, during the... um,
1: And please submerge me in water.
0: Those are my requests. But that's what I was thinking. As soon as 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 he started doing some real old man face acting, I was like, okay, so he's he's into this. And Uh then when he's like being uh, swept away by waves, I'm like, all right, so he was... He was uh, completely on board with this because this is right. this is an old old it man. It wasn't a
1: body double. Doing he was <laughs> some
0: water stunts, <laughs> which water. is very risky. I mean, JJ <laughs> right. Abrams almost killed him with Millennium Falcon door, and he's still up for doing stunts. <laughs> so uh, anyway, that's I just as impressed with him and good for him for Thanks, for not Harrison being cynical Ford. about every, everything that he did in the eighties and seventies. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: Oh gosh. I feel like because this was a 3-hour movie, there's so much more to unpack than a 20-minute ride home.
0: Yeah, we're we're on the final stretch.
1: And we could I feel like we probably will continue talking for the rest of the evening, but um well, one other quick thing about being in an audience because hey, that's the reason
0: you go to the theater. Partly
1: why we like going to the theater is when Harrison Ford <laughs> When uh, Gosling character Joe or Kay or whatever was saying, What was her name? What was her name? And there are people behind us who keep going,
0: Rachel, 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 Rachel. And I wanted to be like, I wanted to turn around (laughs) in a much less nice way than you had to your um, neighbor beside you and say, Oh, did you see Blade Runner as wait, well? Wait, wait,
1: wait! Are you guys fans of the first one? Oh, but okay. what I think was thank kind of thank you so
0: much for telling that character.
1: But uh, what I thought was kind of what didn't bother me too much was that they were like sincerely. I don't know. So into this moment. I didn't read it that and way. He... And this character keeps I asking, my ears. But "What was his name?" What was his I plugged my ears because I'm just like Her this name. guy.
0: That's just like his his and one like, thing he remembers, and he just wants to share that with it. the entire theater. <laughs>
1: bring it to the screen multiple times. (laughs) Well, I'm glad you found that endearing. I was was plugging
0: my ears up for that.
1: I was more forgiving of them than the guy with the (laughs) texting. (laughs) Uh, But the colors are wonderful. They took a lot of care with the lighting Mm -hmm. and what things are revealed or not revealed. Um, I wish something that I really loved with the again I can't help but compare to well you're supposed to right compared to the 82 one the costumes were also at the same decade? No um, creative level of the the set and the You know, the visuals and the sound. And and this one, though, there was nothing wrong with the costumes. I thought they were appropriate, but they were very safe. Whereas the 82 one, that's probably what most people remember most visually, is her Mm -hmm. like crazy shoulders and the really um, harsh angles. But then her like super soft and like uh, hooded jackets and. Yeah, I don't know. Everything. The fact that you
0: was... recognize who she is by her silhouette says something.
1: Right. Right. Um, so they definitely were safe on the costume side of things. So yeah. I was a little, just the just the visual side of me was a little disappointed that yeah. there weren't some really fun costumes. Um, I yeah. I liked
0: something that they carried over from the eighty two version is um, the uh, procedural elements. Um, so David
1: almost drove past our turn because we're
0: distracted um procedural elements so in the first one uh uh Deckard's doing his clue finding by kind of um scrubbing a a tape for for anything and he's doing a lot of panning and and tilting and and zooming and enhancing and stuff like that and there's there's a bunch of that in this movie as well but Mm -hmm. not not to a crazy level but um I just like that they kept that same theme of of uh Cops that are just kind of like in a very methodical way, like going like pan left, pan left, zoom, zoom, pan right. right. It just kind of has a probing feel to it. Yeah, um, it's a good echo from the first one. without feeling too fan servicey. Right, there, right. There was like one fan servicey moment that I didn't really like, which was a uh, uh, Edward James his character from the first one, um, who kind of is his sidekick. That, oh, that yes, at the end of each scene, he's he's uh, constructed something out of origami. Admiral Adama. Yeah, Admiral Adama. I thought that was kind of a throwaway yeah. scene. Where just okay. Like, so for example,
1: it's <laughs> if it's a three hour movie, the critic in me is probably gonna be able to say, hmm, what should we cut? That yeah. could go. Yeah. That scene definitely could
0: go.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I agree. <clears throat> um
0: But I I would totally see this again. Yeah. yeah I'd like to pick out more from it and uh, Me too. I feel like I missed it. a lot. Yeah.
1: Um but for first reactions first time through um, loved it, and they did a great job just with how isolated and lonely you feel yeah. in this cram jam full of, uh, you know, packed future. Yeah. Oh, and just a reminder, everybody, that the 1982 one was set in 2017. 2019. 2019. Yeah. So just two years from now.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so. Looking forward to that. <laughs>
1: yeah, right. All right. <sighs> We have to go inside now.
0: We didn't discuss how to end this podcast, so that's. Our dog is waiting for us. that's, That's the end. All right, bye. Bye.